Ain't that blurry photos? <laughs> it sure do. It sure, sure do. do. <laughs> oh, it tastes like you stuck your foot in it. Uh, what's going on, y'all? It's, uh, <laughs> it's, it's Blurry Photos. I'm David Flora. I'm Dave Stecco. Shoo! So, uh, <laughs> I hope everybody's, uh, doing, doing well there. Yeah. Um, we, we got a, we, we got a pretty dense episode oh, coming up Oh, man. Lock it down, strap it in, buckle it up, and turn it on. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> no, don't turn it on. <laughs> Especially after you've done everything you can to restrain it. <laughs> That's just cruel. So uh, uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna throw it to you to set it up. All right. Well, you know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna start our explanation with a question. How how you guys doing? Oh, you feel good? Feeling, you feel feeling all right there? Do you feel confident? Maybe you partook recently in in our representational government elections. If you're here in the U.S. Yeah, and you, if you're not, hey, thanks for listening overseas. Yeah, awesome. And I'll bet you you have something you do that helps you participate. <laughs> and you know what? You probably feel pretty good about that. That mm-hmm. you know. You know who who your leadership is, and, and they're working in your best interest. Yeah, you trust them. Yeah. They, they look like humans. Yeah. Oh, quick fact. All of that is wrong and false. Bum, bum, bum. You are puppets at the hands of a non-human shadow world government that is guiding everything and everyone to their own dark ends. And we'll give you one guess as to who or what they are. Hippopotamus people! Wrong! Oh. They're reptiles. Oh. Reptilian races. <laughs> I had one guess and I blew it. I, the good thing is I was putting the listener on the spot, not you. So. Oh, thank God. <laughs> so, um, can you just like uh, re-edit that so that I say reptilians and sound smart? <laughs> no. Um, oh. <laughs> so that's right. Uh, the, <laughs> the whole of humanity... Evidently is having their strings pulled by the cruel puppet master overlords that are reptilian humanoids. Subterranean overlords! Oh, over and under. Yeah, exactly. They got you no matter where you go. So, um, we're going to tell you a little bit about the history of of, of reptiles uh, and maybe even the the serpent worship throughout the ages. Uh Uh-huh. And uh, then we're going to, you know... Climb into the the old conspiracy uh, bouncy castle <laughs> and, and uh, throw around some. And we're going to engage stuff. in some moderate horseplay because <laughs> this is this is again this is one of those magnificent grab bags where everyone reaches in and pulls out something meaningful to their own view of the world. Yep. And I mean, this is, I mean, you know. From back in Bible days when we fought dinosaurs in hand-to-hand combat for their for their caves. 600 years ago. 600 years ago. We have, we've got to have some sort of like genetic racial bias against, against reptiles, yeah. against snakes, lizards, everything. Because this, this whole idea, this entire concept of, of the reptilian overlord race, it just... It, it, it just catches wildfire wherever it touches down, and it I, doesn't always make a heck of a lot of sense the way it's presented. But it True. is, it has a serious history. It has a lot of maybe yes, maybe no, maybe corroborating evidence. Yeah, it's uh, it's got that that nice little sheen to it where you can't prove it yet, you can't disprove it at the same time. Mm-hmm. So that gives it a little little shielding, a little armor. Yeah, I mean it's but it's fascinating and it's. 
it, it kind of runs the gamut because depending on how deep you uh, you know want to dig into it, it, it's either just like you mentioned a, a an ancient form of worship to an absolute minefield of mental instability in crazy times and paranoia. <laughs> That's right, from seemingly sane people. Right. Um, so uh, so let's go on and jump in in this puppy here. Um, Rip, jump, jump in the puppy. Ju- let's jump in this puppy. Let's kick this mule. Let's burn this monkey. Uh, <laughs> reptilians are a proposed race of uh, intelligent or highly developed reptile-like humanoids. Mm-hmm. Okay. Typically, they're about six to eight feet tall. Uh, they can be scaly green or maybe uh, have gold scaly skin. Uh, they have a bad odor. They have uh, large gold eyes with vertical pupils, mm-hmm. you know, much like you'd see on a crocodile. A forked tongue. Forked tongue. There are apparently different ty- different species of them, just like there are different, I guess, races of, of humans. But you get some with tails, you know, large, uh, massive, muscular tails. You get some... Uh, that just look like humans, only they have this sort of lizard-like head and the eyes. You get some that have wings that fold on their backs, and uh, and they could go around pretending to be mothmans. Oh no, they're they're sandhill cranes. They're, they could pretend to be sandhill cranes. <laughs> oh god, pretending to be mothmen. They also could be shapeshifters, which allows them to walk amongst us freely and without being noticed. Also, could be from the fourth dimension, which means we, as human beings, in our visible spectrum, cannot see them because they're on kind of a different frequency. Now, uh... <laughs> Not too much? Too much? You know, just keep going. Keep going? Keep going. Uh, we're going we're gonna to circle back to that. I don't want to get mo- bogged <laughs> down in the fourth dimension this early in the podcast. <laughs> So they uh, they can also go by the the moniker Reptoids, Draconians, Oids. Oh, I like that Graboids. Rep- <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, uh, Tremors. <laughs> uh, Saurians, Sauroids, Oids. Uh, or- <laughs> they need a name. Uh, uh, and uh, lizard folk. What? <laughs> Uh, do they do they make really good iced tea in the summer and and they they all gather around on moonlit nights and play violin and uh, they farm they farm and, sweet melon down uh, in Crickleback uh, Creek. <laughs> uh, the biggest uh, conspiracy theory that we have about them we we mentioned uh, they control the world and want yeah. to enslave the human race. The uh, biggest conspiracy theory is that they're responsible for everything. <laughs> That is the largest conspiracy theory. That's the largest one. We'll start there, and then we'll whittle down. (laughs) To them simply being shareholders in Subway. (laughs) It's still a very large franchise of sandwich shops. (laughs) Great. Did you want to circle back now, or do you want to go through history? I think we should do this. Let's do this historically. Let's let's build. I like to start with a slow simmer and bring it up to a frothy boil. Oh, boy. That's, That's how I roll. Frothy. Uh, so, you can find, uh, reptile, serpent, dragon worship in, uh, many mythologies. Almost every culture throughout history has some prevalent serpent or, uh, yeah. dragon or reptile, uh, in their mythology. And they, 
They are both hostile or wise, depending on which mythology you're looking at at the and, time. And you even get some fun blendings of that. Their their wisdom leads to horrible, you know, like you know, like the classic. We weren't ready for what they taught us. You know, <laughs> how to cook humans? Yeah, no, like literally, you know, there you get uh, the the Aztecs. Is it is it Tecnoctitlan? Is that the name? Tenochtitlan. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, dude, that was awesome. Yeah, we both said yeah. it. But, you you know, this this knowledge bringer that also, oh, with your knowledge, it'll be heavily sprinkled with obliteration. And human sacrifice. Yeah. This book has more space (laughs) dust on it. (sighs) How to cook for humans. Uh, Classic. So, let's start in Mesopotamia. (laughs) Just a whole uh, Mesopotamia. In uh, ancient Sumer. There are clay tablets that tell the story of the chief deity, uh, who was called An, and his sons, Inki and Enlil, who were portrayed as reptilian in appearance via these stories on the, the tablets and stuff in cuneiform. Although some of them have them looking kind of bird-like as well, maybe uh, with bird heads, or most all of them have wings. But then again, that could be because they had the power of flight as gods. You know the, the old pictograms well, tell, tell more than a thousand words. I mean, let's let's interject some completely unnecessary and unwanted evolutionary science into that. The link between birds and reptiles Ooh. is right there. Yeah. Uh, you know, there's no reason that it can't be both. True. That's very true. There are statues and carvings uh, that are discovered in in what is now uh, Iraq, and uh, there are some. Some statues that show a humanoid female figure with a serpent head uh, that is breastfeeding a uh, baby, and you can you can Google this, uh, you of the computer generation. Use your damned idiot boxes and look it up. <laughs> <laughs> Turn your brain to mush. Yeah, just Google Google a picture of uh, a female serpent statue or or uh, Iraq serpent. Female, um, use, or, use or, a combination of them. Um, try, uh, try Middle East breastfeeding um, lizard. <laughs> that ought to do it. Be, there you go. Now uh-huh. you're on a watch list. <laughs> ah, ah. You're so, welcome. Uh, so that one, that one in particular, is pretty pretty interesting because it shows, you know, it shows pretty clearly this this is a humanoid reptile. Why would they just, you know, carve a... a unless they just hated the woman they were carving. <laughs> oh my gosh, she's such a bitch. I'm gonna get her. <laughs> I'm gonna get I'm gonna what? fix her wagon so hard. <laughs> hand, hand me that chisel. It's gonna take ten years. She's gonna feel like such an ass when I'm done. <laughs> this thing's never gonna get worn down. I, that'll show this haint. <laughs> she's a haint. Um, also, uh, this, I, I should mention this, <laughs> we're touching on the Anunnaki here. The Anunnaki yeah. were, um, translated, uh, from the, 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 uh, cuneiform, those who from heaven came to earth and they are worthy of their own podcast. Which right. I'm and sure I, we and I think to. we've touched on them before. I think hollow earth got a little mm-hmm. Anunnaki in there. Mm-hmm. Uh, absolutely, those that is a, a phrase that you will hear again because that they are absolutely worthy of their entire own dedicated hour. Yeah, the, the Anunnaki are kind of the basis for the ancient alien conspiracy. You know, they created mankind to yep. to mine gold for them and and then 
uh, all hell broke loose. But not but, just any gold. Monoatomic gold. Monoatomic. Because <laughs> the uh, the reptilians, they also need the monoatomic gold. There's a nice tie in there. Who doesn't? Um, if, if you know what's good for you. <laughs> yeah. And we'll come uh, back to that. We're, we're Gosh, it's so hard not to just this, learn, race to the crazy. That's right. This is, this is why this episode is so dense. Uh, because... You, you you step in one puddle and all of a sudden you're you're in uh, the Gulf of Mexico. Yeah, exactly. You put your dick in one bucket, then it's then it's no longer a bucket and you it's not even a dick anymore. You'd, I don't know. You could yeah. I, I blame only myself. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I'm putting the beeps back in that phrase. You sure. Are. You drop a pencil in a bucket and no, thank you. <laughs> Uh, so, um, one of the sons, Inky, uh, supposedly gave humanity the fruit of the Tree of Knowledge <laughs> and warned someone, not unlike Noah, about a major flood that was going to wipe out humanity. What? I know. That's that also a, uh, a future podcast thing um, where, um, you know, things from the Bible may have yeah. originated. Flood legend. Floods are in every culture as well. Just like if if you got a serpent in a culture, you got a flood myth. Yep, man, we're 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 begetting podcasts. Oh man, a reptilian beget Anunnaki, <laughs> Anunnaki beget flood myth. <laughs> uh, anyways, uh, speaking of El Bible, Genesis chapter three. Oh, dude, quote it. Quote some scriptures. Speaks of the serpent being more crafty than other wild animals and convincing Eve to eat of the tree of knowledge right mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, and then in in the uh, in Genesis chapter 3 God curses it to crawl on its belly and eat dust all the days of its life now the way it's set up in there it doesn't specifically say that the serpent is walking upright but it doesn't say it's not either right I mean one would assume if if it was already crawling on its belly, that is why a would you yeah. fairly weak curse on God's part, right? In the same way, God has cursed me to enjoy cereal and beer <laughs> for we, the rest of your days. Uh, I, I'm uh, sorry. <laughs> ah, oh no! Oh no! Uh, how can I go on? So yeah, I think one could infer that the serpent was not a snake to begin with, and then was then made snake-like. Yeah, let's interpret the Bible. Oh gosh, here's another interesting note. It's ne- never. It's not called Satan in Genesis. The serpent is not uh, not the devil. No, it's not until I think Revelation, which is you know getting it in right under the wire in terms of uh, uh, Bible, right? <laughs> in terms of the Bible, uh, that it's akin to uh satan and one could even say just from a a a storytelling perspective that's just the the last chapter call back wrap it all up i mean that's that's even the new testament versus the old testament yeah so you know let's just say it's serpents serpents also what about the books that aren't in the canonical uh, bible there oh man that is those that's where jesus fights a dragon (laughs) No, he um, does. One of the books, Jesus fights a dragon, and one of the non-disincluded books has an account of Jesus fighting a dragon. What? Which? What does he do? He fights <laughs> a dragon. 
I maybe, have, I don't speak Aramaic, so I just take... maybe it's uh, maybe it's in the book of uh, Jasher or the book of the Just Man uh, because they talk about fighting a a serpent like race in there. What? Yeah, not not a uh, a well known book that uh, you know it's not in the Bible. It was left out. Yeah, uh, mistakenly. Do you have any idea how many more kids would be in Sunday school if there was... Today we're talking about when Jesus fought the the hordes of lizard men. <laughs> uh, also, uh, the book of Enoch, which is chock full of a lot of great stuff, but it mentions some uh, some serpents in there. And, yeah. Uh, maybe a race of serpents, too. But uh, then you get to, as we mentioned, uh, the book of Revelation, and then, then it just... It, it breaks loose like it's the great dragon the ancient serpent the fiery red serpent the many-headed with beast seven heads. so uh uh revelation is just like wait a minute uh did we say serpent did we we miss serpent in in job there's no serpent in in hosiah <laughs> check deuteronomy quick <laughs> oh no how did you idiots leave this out it's cool it's cool we can fix this it's not over yet did you even get anything at Second Corinthians? <laughs> you had two chances. At <laughs> you had it. two chances. Nothing in Romans. Um, so uh, yeah, it, it's uh, it's all about uh, serpents and, and dragons. <laughs> David Dave's Bible joke spectacular. <laughs> Books of the Bible go. Sorry. Um, <laughs> Mostly that was to David's mom. <laughs> So let's go to uh, let, let's take a little trip here. Let's, let's, oh, okay. let's take a little trip around the world. Uh, let's go to China. Huang Di, the first emperor of China, was said to have descended to earth in the belly of a dragon. Hmm. And the first four Chinese rulers uh, are often called the Dragon Kings. They were reptilian in appearance and had the ability to shape shift. And then uh, later it was said that uh, in that region region of Asia. They had uh, a lot of underwater realms where dragons and dragon kings lived. Well, there is still uh, a lot of that heritage in Chinese culture. Uh, mm-hmm. They say like the the dragon wells, the uh, dragon wells region, where they they still make some of the finest swords in China. Hmm. There's and it's said that the, uh, the the bubbling water of the wells where they quench the steel is actually the breath of the dragons that rest there. Wow, it's a fun little legend. That's neat. Um, Japanese are, are, are no strangers to, to dragons here. They have the, the Ryu, which mm-hmm. is just basically a, a dragon. And then they, they have legends that talk of the Kappa, which were reptilian humanoids. Yeah, yeah, that's really common there. And you'll, you you can see that in, in a lot of their art, too. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, it's important to point out that none of this has anything to do with Godzilla. Right. I know you're thinking, but we're just putting it out there. Not Godzilla. Not Godzilla. Godzilla is is a totally different, uh, yeah. totally different thing. These are lizard people. Yep. <laughs> Not huge giant lizards. No. Then. No Gojira. So then we skip over to uh, uh, India. Uh, in that region, we get uh, the Hindu and Buddhist beliefs of the Naga, which mm-hmm. we have uh, mentioned before. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Naga were. Um, they 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 ran a few gamuts here of 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 stuff for the region. Depending on where you were, is depending on what they they were to you. They could be nature spirits. Uh, they could be uh, deities. Mostly, they dwelt uh, underground. They were uh, shapeshifters in their own right. Yeah, that keeps coming back. Mm-hmm. Weird, huh? Um, they were generally wise. They taught humanity a lot. 
healers, I've heard. They, a, a lot of them had the, the ability to heal. And um, in Hinduism, the, the Nagas live in the seventh nether dimension. Hmm. So there's a, there's a dimension shift there for you. Also called Sarpa. And uh, you, you, uh, you might have heard of this, uh, the Kundalini. Yes. The, uh, the serpent that uh, starts at the base of your spine and twists up, up your spine, basically. Yeah. Uh, in, in what it, is that Indian mysticism or uh, I, think I it's, forget what, what the Kundalini is. I think it's uh, mysticism, medicine, sort of mm-hmm. between the two. Like uh, is chakras. It, chakras, yeah. yeah. So, yeah, the, the Kundalini is, is a serpent in there. So let's uh, let's jump over to Greece. We are really racking up the miles on this globetrotting mission to uncover the reptilians. I hope I get a free flight to Agartha <laughs> with all these miles. Uh, I hope you get a free flight to a better joke. Oh! oh! Wonderful, <laughs> wonderful. Uh, Cecrops, the first, the first king of Athens, half man, half snake. And then you get a ton of, uh, reptiles in, uh, Greek mythology. Oh man. Uh, you got the Hydra, you got the Gorgons and Medusa. Yep. You got the, uh, the dragon, uh, Ladon that guards the golden fleece. Yep. And on and on and on. Um, yeah, no, I, I think that, uh, I think that, I mean, the, the Greek mythology is, is pretty rich and full of reptiles. Yeah. The Kraken! Uh, the, the Kraken. Thank <laughs> God. I knew there was one more. I was missing. Let's jump down to Africa. In Benin, there was a uh, serpent uh, that ends up supporting everything, uh, and by everything I mean the world, on its coils. And it was called Don. Like Donald? <laughs> Actually, it's spelt Dan, but oh, they okay. say it's Don. So okay. I, guess it, I guess you can't make fun of it then. The, and and that's that's just one of of uh, many uh, serpent gods that are that are throughout Africa uh, in one way or another. There are some shaman that speak of a, a reptilian race called the Chitari who control the earth, and uh, they also say that they were created to mine gold for them. So there's that. Boom! That is two hits with the gold stick. I wonder if there'll be a third. Mm, to see. Uh, travel up to the frozen north and uh, the Nordic regions. Uh-huh. You get quite a bit of, of serpent talk in uh, the mythology there, mm, including... The glowworms. The glowworms. Jormungandr, the world serpent mm-hmm. that Odin ousted, uh, who ended up growing huge enough to surround the earth uh, and bite its own tail, forming an Ouroboros. And then you get the uh, the Nidhogg, which uh, chews on the tree of the world called Yggdrasil. Uh, he is uh, like a huge dragon with antlers. Antler dragon. Uh, so they got some some real cool stuff there. Uh, so let's uh, let's go on and, and get over here in the Americas. Oh, thank God, USA. Not really, not yet, not yet. Uh, Mayans spoke of iguana men who descended from the sky and taught them to build. And uh, how to build the buildings to reflect constellations. Mm-hmm. Gukumats, the serpent of wisdom, came down and enlightened mankind and uh, devoured uh, the young. <laughs> hey, I, good news, bad news, everybody. <laughs> you guys like math? Because I like kids. <laughs> uh, so that was the um, uh, that was a Mayan, uh, the Toltec Mayan. Uh, and Olmec? in the Olmec Toltec 
all all that. In the Yucatan, he was called Kukukan, uh, and the Aztecs had Quetzalcoatl. That's the one I was trying to say earlier, and I messed it up terribly. Quetzalcoatl. Oh, you said You said the city. The Ten, city. Tenochtitlan. Yeah. Yeah, and um, and Teotihuacan. Um, oh, look at you! <laughs> uh, he's the feathered uh, feathered serpent god. Yeah. Who is going to come back one day and save us all? Check out, uh, uh, Google yourself up some images and carvings of Mayan art and, in oh, particular, yeah. reptilians, because there there's some pretty neat carvings of uh, serpent-headed people and even the uh, a Mayan king in a starship or what looks to be the cockpit of a of a ship. Ancient aliens. Ancient aliens. Chariots of the gods. Yeah, you cannot <laughs> swing a sacrificial warrior back then without hitting a serpent image or iconography. Nope. Uh, so let's skip down to Colombia. We get Bashu, which was their term for the primordial woman, who transformed into a giant snake and was called Serpiente Celestial. <laughs> Esta noche es Televisión Español. <laughs> She's um, been on Sabado Gigante three times. Sabado Gigante. <laughs> How come Colombia got those jokes but Mexico didn't? <laughs> uh, uh, all the way up in Ohio, we have the Ohio Serpent Mound in yes. Adams County. You seen this thing? Yeah. Built by the Allegheny people. Uh, some some people say it resembles the constellation Draco, and uh, nobody knows uh, basically what it's for, right? Yeah, well, it's burial mounds. I mean, the good news is that we're not going to ever have to discuss the constellation Draco again in this podcast. That's not going to come up again. That that won't come out. No, so we'll just leave that as it is. Forget that. I'm the last one. And then uh, our friends in the southwest, the Hopi, mm-hmm. believed in reptilian humanoids. They called Sheti. Uh, or snake brothers who lived underground. And, see, I mean, this is one of those things that I want to, I enjoy talking about because I want to sit on my lofty perch and laugh at it. Yeah, but? But, but damn it, there's this huge butt. There is a butt intruding on my good times. (laughs) And that butt is labeled a ridiculous amount of commonalities over some geographically and culturally very disparate areas. Yeah, I, I completely agree. And, and and not even not even just culturally and geographically, temporally, these these places weren't concurrent whatsoever. No, all living at very different times. Yeah, it's. I mean, to, that that's why I love this stuff so much is because you can't deny the commonality between all these things. You know, you can deny that uh, uh, Barack Obama is a reptilian. You can see his eyes see after third. <laughs> But you can't deny that there are so many, so there's so much art that has reptiles and mm-hmm. serpents and dragons in it, you know. And and it's so it's so focused on reptiles. There is, mm-hmm. I mean, you don't you do not see this kind of, and you will see occasionally, like in in different things, like a, a bird deity or an animal deity. But this, everybody's got a serpent in the closet. <laughs> yep, and and many of them have descended from the sky right you know absolutely and and you get yeah you get the the coming from the heavens coming from the sky this this weird that you see over and over there they're they're here to teach you or they're here to destroy you or both yeah yep 
um, if, if you're Gukumats. <laughs> yeah. You've got, yeah, you've got a little bit of both. You, you've got calculators and you want to floss your teeth with the sinews of child children. Child children. Child children. <laughs> um, kids having kids. It's never okay. <laughs> it's the fluoride that's making them. Uh, oh, nice. Them. So I'm ready, uh, if you are, uh, to dive into the old conspiracy pool. Oh, man. Let's get so crazy with it. Okay. So modern reptilian theory. It's got a couple of, of starting points. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, pick the one you like the most. There's a, a 1903 article in uh, the San Francisco, I don't even think it was the Chronicle at the time, just the San Francisco newspaper, mm. um, that referenced that uh, mining crews had discovered tunnels with these reptile people, and there was a civilization living underground, and it was a hoax. It was a silly thing, mm. and died out. It didn't really catch a lot of traction. But once you start doing research, you run across these things. And then you get to 1967, where a uh, a Nebraska police officer, this is in what UFO oh, yeah. circles you call a credible witness. These are trained observers. Sure. He claims to have been uh, abducted by humanoid reptiles mm. who had, you know, the, in, 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 in a UFO. And that, I think, I to my mind... I think that's what really kicks this off. And and at the time, you know, the 60s, there's Attack from Outer Space. There's tons of movies and these things. And so it's not too terribly beyond the pale that somebody picked Lizardmen as a boogeyman. But yeah. I, think that, I think that that is the kernel. I think that is where the modern viewpoint and belief and conspiracy theory about reptilian overlords really takes root. I think that's where it started. Huh. So... Uh... We we then get to a fellow by the name of John Rhodes, who was the first to investigate claims of this sort, mm-hmm. uh, of reptilian sightings and, and um, abductions. He thinks that they're descendants of the dinosaurs, and that the natural evolution mm-hmm. has brought them to what they are now. And he thinks that we are being misinformed to look to outer space for these things and instead we should be looking right under our feet which i you know you know there's there's that that nagging quality to it that if uh dinosaurs hadn't been wiped out they had a huge head start on mammals yep there's every reason to believe that they would achieve some sort of sentience over time mm-hmm. i mean or or not i mean there are things you know there's still trilobites running around in the bottom of the ocean or what is it, not trilobites uh horseshoe crabs mm. They didn't do shit. They've had hundreds of millions of years to accomplish it. They haven't done anything. They're lazy. <laughs> but uh, but there is that, that kind of belief that when you look at how much time dinosaurs had that weren't not for asteroids, why why not? Why wouldn't why wouldn't they have achieved sentience? If if there were any that were living underground, they you know they could have survived a, some sort of uh, global catastrophe. Although if they are cold blooded. It would be kind of hard, right? I mean, yeah, the idea of a of a one hundred percent subterranean, cold blooded creature doesn't really work. Yeah, but who knows? Maybe they dug deep enough to get to some heat sources. True. Who knows? So that's uh, so that's John Rhodes. Let's go on and uh, bring up uh, our old pal David Ike. Oh man! And this, ladies and gentlemen, is where you you light the fuse. This is where this is where crazy shows up. David Ike. 
is fascinating. He's still very much alive. Oh, this yeah. is a very modern thing. This is all in the last uh, 20 years. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, David Icke was a British sportscaster, very well known on TV a lot, until one day he decides that he's receiving messages. And they are apocalyptic. Mm. This mm-hmm. is end of the world stuff. This is the equivalent of Bob Costas walking onto the Today Show and saying, you got six months because the, the eastern seaboard is going to be engulfed in flames, a right. river of pus and bile spewing forth. I mean, it was, a, it was, I mean, it was a sensational thing in England. Right. He, he was completely ridiculed uh, yeah. for it. Well, he also, I mean, he also claimed to be uh, the son of God. Right, that, like the the spirit of the Son of God uh, had taken over and uh, and was conducting this interview and uh, and uh, I mean I I feel kind of bad for him in that <laughs> he got he he almost had his life just completely trashed. Right, and it's and, and it's it's unfortunate in that he was going through something. You know, something was was happening to sure. him, and. For the rest of us, we just get weird and piss off our neighbors for a while. Maybe our friends get too creeped up and don't want to hang out. But you just get to eat frozen pizzas and watch movies and scribble in notebooks. Right. But David Icke is a a celebrity. He has a platform. And so when he says something, it's news. And it's better news and more titillating if it's crazy talk, if it's blither blather. So he really really paid the price for it, it almost instantly. But what's interesting... very, very much stuck to his guns. Yeah. Wrote wrote some books. Wrote several books. Each one more amazing? Yeah, sure. Is that the polite way of saying it? Than the last? Each one successively a little bit further out there. Building on what he established in the previous one and writing... And uh, and he goes on tours to give uh, lectures about all this stuff. And basically, he he is a very big proponent of reptilians controlling mm-hmm. the world. He says that they came from the constellation Draco or Alpha Draconis, mm-hmm. and the leaders um, the leaders of the world are actually seven foot tall, blood drinking pedophile reptilians. Yeah. I didn't read the pedophile part. That's new. Well, there's there's something about the the energy and essence of young children that they well, Skeksis will agree with you on that one. Uh, Ike says that the uh, the bloodline of of these reptilians has interbred, mm-hmm. uh, and the royal family in mm-hmm. uh, in England, the Rothschilds, the Gettys, the <laughs> Colonel. <laughs> And uh, U.S. presidents have had uh, genealogical connections together. Yeah, he his his theory is that the uh, the reptilians have always been here with us, concurrently uh, guiding us, farming us, manipulating, yeah, yeah. shaping what we want to do um, from behind the scenes, and occasionally, uh, historically, three times now, deigning to deliberately enter into breeding programs, um, mm-hmm. according to to Mister Ike. There was a breeding program 30,000 years ago, and then one 7,000 years ago, and then one uh, a few hundred years ago, the results of which are all of the ruling leaders of the world are uh, partially reptilian, mm-hmm. uh, of, of, of a majority reptilian stock. They um, One of their goals is, again, this mining of gold mm-hmm. and what David Icke calls monoatomic gold that uh, allows the... Uh, 
it, it, it charges the reptilians. It gives them strength. It allows them to shapeshift. Yeah. There, there's just so many uh, different aspects to the world he's described. And it's, it's almost like any series of books. You know, you build upon the world you've created. And it gets more and more complex. Yeah. He, he, he is a pr- big proponent also of the uh, only seeing what we can see in the visible spectrum, which is uh, technically a, a very small amount of, yeah, absolutely. of what's out there. And he gives the example, well, you can't see radio waves, but there are you know radio waves all around you right now. Just because you can't see them doesn't mean that they're there, which is a great point. Um, he's he, he equating this to the reptilians being of the fourth dimension, of a different frequency, uh, of a different wavelength that we as humans can't see with the, our you know tiny visible spectrum. And I guess it's I don't know if I mean, I'll, I'll say it's quote unquote worth pointing out um, that they are referencing a fourth spatial dimension. I know that it's commonly. You know, people say, oh, time is the time. fourth dimension through which we move. Mm-hmm. Uh, but they, he's referring to not only a fourth spatial dimension, but the lower portion of the fourth spatial dimension. Why that difference is important, why the distinction of the lower portion, I have no idea. <laughs> Maybe he, that's, the, that's the open door for his next book. I don't, I don't know. But that these, uh, these beings, because they don't fully exist in our dimension, are invisible to us, but they are able to, because they're from a higher plane, Interact with us willy nilly. <laughs> willy and nilly. <laughs> um, yeah, uh, um, from from the queen to the bushes to Barker Burma. That's right. He was born uh, in uh, Kenya, and I mean space Kenya, <laughs> which is 38 million light years from here. I'd show you his birth certificate, but it's in four dimensions, and your brain would leak out your nostrils. That's right. Take that, truthers. <laughs> Actually, could we show that one to Donald Trump, please? <laughs> the lethal birth certificate? You gotta wonder if he's one. Oh, absolutely he is. He is just... he, And, and, I, and it just proves that even the reptiles are not above petty rivalry. <laughs> Um, they but wouldn't a reptile have a better costume? I, I mean, <laughs> maybe it's like, dude, you can't get your hair right. Just yeah. wear this. Can't you just put a motorcycle helmet on for the rest of your life? <laughs> they they are in essence the the Illuminati or the the New World Order. Mm-hmm. Just in 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 the fact that they're everywhere. They're in uh, banking. They're in corporations. They're in the military. David Icke claimed that a confidant of Princess Di said that Princess Di told this confidant that the royal family were aliens. They were reptilian aliens. And um, I guess Princess Di was not, but she was brought in to breed with them, and uh, and then she died. Matt Mart. And maybe it's because she, she leaked that info. Who knows? I, you know, and it's, 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 it's interesting. There's another fun crossover here. So, according to Mr. Ike, they are... From another, they're from another star system, another dimension, even. But they have been in contact with the Earth so long. They build this underground network of of cities and bases, and you get an interesting crossover with the Hollow Earth once again. Yeah, that there are these entrances to which you can access the 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 reptilian network as it is. Yeah, I mean, and there's and this has shown up um, 
there's a lot of great examples uh, in pop culture also. Uh, the, the TV series from the 80s and just recently, V. Oh, V, yeah. Um, you know, that they, they show up looking like humans, but really they're aliens that lead hamsters. Mm-hmm. Um, there is a... Not very well received. No, no. People, people love those hamsters. Uh, there was... Uh, Doctor Who has uh, s- several recurring characters that are subterranean reptilians mm-hmm. that are that have been around since the dawn of time yeah yeah um you know this is this is not something that is that is completely foreign to anyone who's you know watching let's just say nerds because it's not like anybody yeah. else knows about doctor who <laughs> i love doctor who they address that uh quite well in specifically one episode where they actually go to this to a city that's uh, a reptilian city mm-hmm. underground but then uh, the reptilian characters and scientists uh, keep keep popping up here and there you know in different, Absolutely. different episodes and stuff uh i've even heard that uh, doctor who uh <laughs> some some of the writers and stuff are are getting away with leaking actual information that that uh, some oh, of the stuff is they true they do they're doing it they're they're doing it they're 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 getting in there. <laughs> Patriots for the world. That's right. But there is there there is a, a cultural phenomenon that that is that is gaining not gaining traction, but it's just there. Yeah. Like like any subset of culture is that people are aware of. Oh, this is what the, you know. When you think UFOs and aliens, you think Greys. Mm-hmm. But then there's and then even I believe uh, in in his book Communion, Whitley Strieber even makes reference to. When he was abducted, there was there were the greys, but there were other things. There was there was a reptilian alien among them. There there are a, a lot of of crazy ways in which these reptilians just pop into stories. Yeah, some people say that reptilians control greys, like the greys do the bidding of the, of the reptilians. There are some people that claim uh, abduction by reptilians, and they they witness these horrific. Uh, sites of you know the reptilians just like shoveling bodies into furnaces and stuff and and doing experiments on on humans and there's uh, uh, i don't know it's it's just one of those things where you, you bake a, you, you bake a cake <laughs> i can't wait to see what this is you know, you know it's one of those things <laughs> you you bake a cake and you're like mm, can't wait to give me some angel food Cut into it. Reptiles. Reptiles. <laughs> you know, we've all been there. You just want a good night's sleep, but you've been abducted. And then you're not wearing pants. Yeah, and you see horrifying visages of reptiles pitchforking people into ovens. <laughs> it's it's creepy. But this is uh, this is where we're at with uh, reptiles coexisting with, with humans. Yeah, Humanoid well, reptiles. I wouldn't call it coexisting. I mean, it's like, it's like saying the... The ox coexists with the plow. <laughs> that's that's a good point. We are uh, being herded and manipulated by them. Yeah, yeah. They they run all of this. I mean, the only reason you're hearing this is because some reptilian has fallen asleep on the job and right. Has not exactly. Shut us down. Yeah. Exactly. We'll probably be reeducated for this in our next <laughs> podcast. Hello, humans. <laughs> Hello, humans. We would like to talk at you. We hope you enjoy our, our our silly discussions of jokes that in no way reflect reality whatsoever. Ha 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 I really want to do that podcast. We, someday I want to do the We Got Caught podcast. <laughs> we Got Caught. So how about toast? 
it's great, right? Or not. Did ha, ha, ha. Have you noticed that the portion upon which you spread the uh, cultured cream butter fat is more inclined statistically to touch the floor when released from your hand? <laughs> this I find vexing. <laughs> Feces. <laughs> Tonight we are going to place our genitals into many buckets. <laughs> <laughs> that's great you're welcome yeah. um, <laughs> man uh, we could uh, I mean we could sit here and and him and haw about I think, I think that's what we're doing what what reptilians are and what they do and stuff but yeah we're we're doing that already and yeah we're we, it's mostly because it's like well you know people are actually reptiles how about that I'd like you to imagine if you will our podcast to be like two guys get into a really sweet dune buggy and we're like driving through the backwoods, you know, like we're going through the mud puddles. We're showing you the parts of the forest you haven't seen before, but there comes that part where you get to the part of the forest that no one's seen before for a reason. And now this is the part of the podcast where the, where the dune buggy's sliding sideways and we're just, it's not even worth steering anymore. No. Pump the brakes. Who cares? No. It doesn't matter anymore because we're not anywhere. There never was a forest. <laughs> I couldn't have put it better myself. <laughs> so, the reptiles. Are they aliens? Yes. Do they live underground? Yes. Have they been around forever? Of course they have. Are they responsible for new coke? Yes. Yeah. They could also live in the hollow moon. Oh, um, man, I forgot about the moon ray. There's that. Yeah, David Icke, uh, in his fourth book, Reptiles, Reptiles, Reptiles... <laughs> has posited that the, the because they are space aliens they have not only established a base on the moon but they are the reason that the moon um is in a, a specifically uh, a tidally locked geosynchronous orbit that we only see the one side of the moon that's right. why people always refer to the dark side of the moon but that they are constantly bombarding us with like cosmic rays and they're messing with our with our action yeah they're they're the reason that apples turn brown they're the reason why a banana is only good for 86 seconds. They're the reason why you only get one sock out of the dryer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, and in David Icke's book, Reptilians, ain't that some shit? <laughs> uh, he, he references uh, how we're all going to be soon put under a mm-hmm. an Orwellian state that uh, basically we, we have no existence anymore. We just, uh, but, we just do their bidding. Which I don't get, like... I mean, why wait till now? I I agree with that. I I thought that myself. Like, if you've been around for so long and running the world, pulling the strings and stuff, why did you just start, like, putting your plan into work in, like, 1903 or whatever they took over the Federal Reserve or whatever? Yeah, it doesn't, you know, like, oh, no, don't don't get it when they're all in huts. Yeah. They're all running around worried about witches. No. Wait, wait till we get a... A gold standard economic system with international trade policies. That's when we strike. That's when we'll do it. That's when we'll make false flag attacks and right. and then enact laws. <laughs> yeah, I you know, so there's I don't know. I I love the cultural underpinning of it and it's got just enough of a of a hook to make you you can't just throw it right out the window. Mm-hmm. But man, like especially the the David Ike stuff, man. Yeah, I mean the the window is open and it's big. Yeah, and this stuff is just it stinks so much. 
Right. But like, and he's got, you know, he's making plenty of money to stop at the, the Chesterton Hills holiday Inn for a weekend for, you know, yeah. I, I saw something that where he makes like 2 million almost a year doing this stuff. Way to go, Bob Costas. <laughs> um, I didn't mention this. I'm going to throw this out there. You know, the, uh, the medical sign of the two snakes wrapped around the cane. Caduceus. Caduceus. That's right. It's, uh, uh, I mean, that right there, uh, you got the serpents in there. It, it's got the tie into DNA, mm-hmm. you know, the, how the, Double helix looks. Uh, also, you know, again, the Kundalini could look something like this. There's also uh, a fun fact, and this is totally off our topic, but I can't leave out a little parasitology if it comes up, that it's um, a direct reference to uh, a parasitic worm called Dracunculus that can grow to be, as I mean, up to uh, two to three meters long inside you. It is a, is a worm oh, gross. that everts its ovaries from an opening in your leg into standing water. And so the way that you get uh, rid of it is you you have to you ex- you pull a small amount of the worm out of your leg and you wrap it around a stick. And every day you turn the stick one more turn and it takes weeks to get the whole thing pulled out, but if you pull too fast, the worm breaks, you become very ill because you have an entire worm decomposing in your leg. And so it's thought that this worm wrapped around the stick was also because that was one of the first medical procedures that takes a long time that you have to know wow. what you're doing. Dracunculus. Now, not having anything to do with the uh, black exploitation field, Drafunculus. <laughs> oh, that counts. And that is how we launch into Pun Zone. That was awesome. Oh, man. But you don't want to know what stick it wraps around. <laughs> oh, show enough. Man, all right, you have to start pun town. Well, you just did, but so Drafunculus is is how we're is the opening salvo here. Uh, it is, it is. That's that is the 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 canon that started this this pun war has begun. Drafunculus, he'll get in your leg. <laughs> oh. Okay, uh, I've got a I've got a pun. I got a great one. Um, underground rappers, reptilians. <laughs> Truly underground. <laughs> truly underground <laughs> reptilians. Yo, they controlling them beats. <laughs> oh, that's great. Yeah. Why are, why are we on this kick tonight? Um, so I've got a sorority uh-huh. called Kappa Kappa Naga. Oh, God! <laughs> I should Kappa Kappa your noggin for that one. <laughs> Which also counts as a pun. <laughs> oh God. Um Yep, yep. <laughs> Underground Records is also proud to present Technotic Lawn. <laughs> Mayan beats. <laughs> DJ Technotic Lawn. <laughs> oh, that was I there. I'm not often ashamed of the things I said. I should often be ashamed of them, but I rarely am. And I am this this night for what I have done. <laughs> there's no there's no excuse for, for puns that that's that terrible. But I, man, the fact that I was able to put them both under the exact same record label just, just goes to show. <laughs> yeah. We're all being enslaved right now. 
Everything's under one world government. One world records? Uh, I'll put in a new world order for the next record that comes out. Oh, God. Too bad. Too bad. bad. All right. We had a couple questions uh, sent in from listeners. um, Yeah. Asking about uh, uh, reptilians. First one was uh, from a listener, Annie. Uh, who says, are any reptilians single and ready to mingle? Yes. Yes, they are. They are about to, to launch yet another breeding program. So uh, just keep on the lookout. I'm sure that you'll uh, uh, be forced into one soon. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Uh, we've got, oh, looks like listener asks, how dumb do you feel for believing that reptiles control everything? And how bad do you think your punishment will be in 36 hours? Well, I I believe uh, that I'm not dumb. No. Although my punishment uh, punishment's probably going to be pretty harsh. Yeah, I, I expect it to be swift and brutal. Yeah, justice will be will be served on on a yeah. hot steamy platter. Yeah. Oh, and also, uh, thank you for listening to both parts of the Hollow Earth. <laughs> Your certificate is on the way. And may we say to you this holiday season. Uh, (laughs) And your brood. Uh, We also have one more um, from uh, listener Teresa who asks, Are any miniature alligators kept as pets at nursing homes? Yes. If People are uh, fortunate enough to escape the overlords that uh, kill off people after they are 50. Right. Because then you get weak and feeble and um, you no longer serve a cause. Exactly. So, oh, food. <laughs> uh, but if you manage to survive, get yourself an alligator and flush it down the sewer. Yeah. And uh, I don't know if you noticed um, that even though the gender of one of our listeners, one of our questions was not determined, that is two out of three ladies asking questions so <laughs> i feel pretty confident in saying we are the new sex in the city <laughs> okay. i'm good with that yeah i'll i'll let the listeners decide which one of us is samantha and yeah which one of us is the other Melody? one what what's the Mel, Mel, Carol? melanie carol ann <laughs> shoe face <laughs> shoe. <laughs> yeah, i'm i'm the... shoe by make how do you have money yeah i don't know how it works but they like puns too. Maybe that's the secret. Uh, penis puns, right? Oh, I don't know anything about this. Show. I'm making it up. Let's make our own sex in the city. Right, exactly. I, I, I don't know. I'm, I'm Carol. That's the one I am. I'm, I'm gonna be shoe face. Shoe face. <laughs> make, how do you have money? <laughs> yeah. Well, and there go all of our female listeners. Bye. <laughs> Gosh, I, yeah, I, my jaw hurts from trying to gnaw on this episode. Yeah, this was uh it's just it's just crazy in a lot of directions, but it's worth talking about. It is one of the top conspiracy theories. That's it true. is a classic. And I honestly, weirdly enough, for as big a deal as it is, it doesn't get a lot of press. There's not a hell of a lot of T V shows that discuss the reptilian overlords. I don't think I don't think they want to. Right. I mean I saw some stuff with uh David Icke on the YouTubes where he was he was asked to do an interview and then walked in to do the interview and they were like no we we found out who you were <laughs> get yeah. out of here kind of thing which I, gets him mad the train i took to get to your house today derailed i crawled out of that a bus almost hit me and then like you know 
but I got here and yeah. we're doing it. So yeah, so uh, they don't know what they're doing. Apparently, they, they're terrible at killing me. <laughs> now I'm going to die, and then everyone's going to think that reptiles are real, and that'll just piss me off. Then I'll become a haint. <laughs> Tired old hand. <laughs> Acting like a ticket. <laughs> Acting like a ticket. Oh, well, this ticket's Dave Stecco. This ticket's David Flora. Uh, and what you should do is check us out on iTunes. iTunes, do it. Check us out on Facebook. Like us, please. We we would love to, to get more fans. Yeah, we are just listeners. You don't even have to like us. That's right. You just, uh, just click it. Click it. Don't mean it. Um, oh, uh, you know, we're on Twitter. Oh, yeah. We get um, sweet tweets. Blurry underscore photos. Uh, I mean, with so many ways to reach us and uh, uh, show some support, you'd think we'd be, you know, touring the Holiday Inns right behind David Icke. Opening for him. but Really uh, warming up the crowd. But we're not. So what you can do, uh, dear listener, is tell everybody you know and get them to, to listen to us. Oh, too. my God. Get us on the circuit because I'll do like have like a, a reptilian contact lens <laughs> and pretend that I forgot to put my human contact lenses in. That'll be great. Oh, that'll be awesome. Yeah. All those shenanigans and you can help support it. And, and here's the best part. This is the this is the phrase of the free money, no money support. Just support us with the earnest emotion of support. That's right. That's you don't right. have to give us anything. You, don't, you do not, at this point, have to give us anything. Now, when we get all huge and, and have uh, all that hubris and stuff, yep. then we're going to be like, well, for $10. That's can... right. <laughs> and when, those, when that day comes, and know that it's coming, a complete set of I listen to all the hardest, most difficult to listen to episodes certificates <laughs> will get you laid. So, uh, we've said who we are. We're great. You're awesome. This is Blurry Photos. the spooky train <laughs> here comes y'all <laughs> I'm being a conductor on the spooky train whole lot of questions but we ain't hauling no answers <laughs>